if you know everything when you before you even start if you think you know everything where is the room for disruption that you know because you will start putting limitations on yourself it's a pretty complicated problem Absolutely. which is which is great because uh, because again complication equals opportunity because it frightens people off. exactly welcome to 14 minutes of sass the show where you can listen to the stories and opinions of founders of the world's most remarkable SaaS scale-ups. In this episode 109 of 14 Minutes of SaaS, the third in our four-part series with Ilan Twig, we learn about Ilan's fantastic voyage with Ario, where in the space of 50 months, They created the fastest growing software company in history with a valuation of 4 billion. Lots of key insights here. One crucial one was realizing that if a company can materially incentivize an employee to spend money on travel and hotels as if they were booking them for a personal leisure holiday, then everyone can win and money can be saved. This is quite a bit more sophisticated than telling employees to spend it like it's their own. We thought we could disrupt this market just by creating a beautiful UI, a way for you to book your travel and see your travel and manage your travel. So bring in, because it's all, so, it's all silos, and your Galileos and your Amadeus, and, and, and it's all, and, and so even the UI is a start, because just bringing things in from different places and displaying them in one place and giving the operator the feeling that they can find things and connect things, yes. that, that alone is a big start. But I'll tell you, I didn't even know what Amadeus is. When okay. we started, we were so naive. <laughs> okay. I, I just assumed. But that's amazing. Yes. You're disrupting this industry. That's how, that's how disruption happens. It starts with being naive. Yes. It starts with not knowing, uh, you know, all these details. And that's what, what I think that's what it requires to, to, uh, to disrupt. If you know everything, when you, before you even start, if you think you know everything, where is the room for disruption? The, you know, because you will start putting limitations on yourself. When you... You know, when you focus just on the problems, you know, just on the, uh, on the problems that you experience as a user, and you're saying, you know, there must be a better way to do it. I was thinking, you know, beautiful UI. I did not know about the complexity behind the scenes to get to this beautiful UI. If I knew, maybe, I, maybe we, would have, we would have done something else. If I knew how complicated that thing was. And that's where, you know, that's exactly where you put limitations on yourself and you might kill an idea that could have been amazing before you even started. Or you get lost so in the details. You get or, lost or in you the details. Or you accept the meme that these are too powerful to move. You just, uh, you assume things, yeah. and, then you, and then that's where you, you go wrong. So I didn't know anything about Amadeus, or Sabre, or Galileo, or Travelport, or any of these uh, vendors, and how it works, and, or how travel is just really complicated. I did not know what it means to issue a ticket. Yeah. Um, So I just uh, assume, you know, you have an API, you connect an API, you search, you know, a REST API, you search, you book, you manage, life is good, clean, I will build an amazing UI, it would work like a Swiss clock. And so we had this beautiful idea, and then we said, you know, uh, UI is very, is good, good for disrupt disruption, you can totally disrupt an existing market just with a beautiful UI. Um, But we said, you know, but it has to be more protected if you want to raise money. So we spend more time and we realize, you know, it's, it, travel is so much bigger. It's UI, of course, but support. Because when you're on the go and you, when you're on the go three times a month or four times a month, things always happen and you need help. 
And now, you know, four years later, I can tell you that every, it's like 60%, these are not very accurate numbers, but roughly 60% of bookings, of the bookings are being touched later on. Yeah. And touched means like it's you need to change, one. you need to, oh, it's changed on you and you need to respond to that. Or, or. So it's, yeah. it's very involved when it comes to corporate travel, you know. When you plan your uh, annual uh, trip to Hawaii, the likelihood that you'll change it in the last minute is very low. But when you have a meeting, uh, you know, four meetings in a cu with four different customers in one month, the likelihood that one of them will cancel or change or, uh, you know, uh, or that the airline will, will, will uh, change or that the, the weather will affect you because you travel the entire year is much higher. Sure. So that's what happens in corporate travel. There is an assumption that things will happen. So support is a key. And then there is the whole expense part, which is also something that, you know, for all of you travelers uh, that, that listen to this podcast, expense is a pain in the butt. And, and that's what it is. It's like this thing that you need to worry about. And, you, you know, there's never a good time to do it. And then you get the email from the CFO and telling you that there is a deadline for this quarter. If you don't, do not submit your expenses by this and that, you will not get reimbursed. And now, and then there is a, you pull an all-nighter to, to do it. And it, it's a story that I'm sure that a lot of, a lot of travelers can relate to, relate to. So we're now on booking, on the go, expense management. And it's the expense management that truly, on top of all of those, that truly brings you into the B2B SaaS space. Is that right? It's, a, no, it's, the, this it's, the, whole, it's the whole thing, yeah. And, and it was not expense management. It was just, can we help you with the expense? Because okay. you booked through us. We know how much you paid. Can we streamline it for you? Um, we had another, you know, very different, I would say, angle to corporate travel. It was when we realized that what you optimize for when you, when you travel for work is completely different than what you optimize for when you travel for uh, leisure. Uh -huh. You know, you would optimize for personal convenience. When you, when you travel for work, it's all about personal convenience. Um, it's about your clubs. Yes. It's about your, uh, which makes a lot of sense because when you're on the go, a lot, it needs to be comfortable. For away you. from your family, you're away from f your familiar environs. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you want to be in a, in a hotel, for example, that you trust, that it's clean because literally that's uh, for half of the year, that's your house. So it's important. It's not about being spoiled. It really is important. Yeah. Yeah. And we thought if there is a way that we could... Um, make people think about you know what how they prioritize their how they make their decisions when it comes to corporate travel more similar to how they do it when they book their leisure travel there is a, an interesting um, opportunity for uh, saving money for the company and so we have uh, as part of our offering we have this incentive program that is built into the booking tool for hotels that uh, rewards you for making wiser decisions so it's, there's a lot of details there, but it's, it's definitely another corner of, of, uh, of our offering. Okay. And customers so uh, love it. You gamify a little bit? Or yes, we, we yeah. gamify it a little bit uh, when it comes to, to um, hotels. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Is it, is it possible to explain that a little bit, how you do that? The more choice you have, the more, you know, the more opportunity there is to save money, sure. to make a wiser decision. If there is a, you know, if you try to book a, a hotel in uh, Tel Aviv, and there is only one hotel available, you'll pay like, you'll pay them as much as uh, they ask you to. If sure. there is two hotels, now there is some room. Yeah. And if there is a, you know, six, seven, eight hundred, 
which is what you have in New York or Paris or London, then there is a lot of uh, potential to save. So choice creates you know, space for saving. 700 hotels. Mm-hmm. Each one has, let's say, just 100 rooms, some more, some less. Each room ha- offers something else. Some rooms offer uh, club points. Some rooms do not offer club points. Some offer refundability. The others are non-refundable. Same room in the same hotel. You know, yeah. you, it depends on the, how you buy it, where you buy it from, how much you pay. will give you different benefits. Some will have the ocean view. The other ones will be you know, the first floor, bed type. There's so much. Uh, so now it's 700 times 100 rooms per, per uh, So now it's complicated. How can you, a traveler, make the best decision that would fully satisfy what you want as a traveler? but will be the best, uh, the best uh, most cost-effective. So then we thought, you know, we, if we have our hands on top of this inventory, A, we need to bring everything. That was the key. Bring everything so there's choice. B, we need to understand this inventory really well. Each room, what it offers, which turned out to be a big problem, a big challenge, technical mm-hmm. challenge. Now that we know all of that, can we understand you a little bit? understand the inventory a lot and come up with a way to recommend you, hey, these are things that you know could be best for you. Um, now make a decision. And now there is different pricing and stuff. There is a distance from where you need to be. There is a lot of factors. And if we, we calculate you know, a price that we, we call it a price to beat, and now if you beat this price, you save money. And if you save money, you're going to keep 30% of the savings. Part of the plan that you formulate with them is the employees would actually, and it's for their benefit too, they'd actually give you quite a lot of information about their preferences. So you would know that employee X absolutely wants quietness. You know, getting the information, it is very complex. So would you have scraped information or, inter- or integrated with TripAdvisor and all sorts of other places that have that sort of feedback, yes. real-time feedback. So d- you, must, you must be taking information from there yeah. and somehow making it and matching and, and using matching algorithms for that. Yes. Okay. It's actually it's a, it's a pretty complicated problem, which is, which is great because, uh, because, again, complication equals it's opportunity. Because it frightens people. Exactly. Up. We were unaware of this uh, complexity when we thought about repactions, but as we explored and you know uh, built more and more we realized oh there is this thing oh now you know i have i have a few uh, machines in amazon that are working full time around the clock just to figure out hotels wow. and understand them and understand wow. and understand and it goes even deeper because there is also pictures of the room and turns out you know when you think about yourself when you choose when you when you book your travel for uh, for like leisure you want to stay somewhere you, you make a, your decision is, is really impacted by the pictures that you see. For example, if there is no pictures of the room, I don't know, you know, Completely it's agree. like... But, but I would never choose a hotel. You like would never choose. Never. And if there's pictures of, um, if there are pictures, but it's all about the view around the, the hotel, and there's, again, you will not see the hotel itself, probably, probably fishy, you will not do that. If you'll see pictures of the hotel, but then the pictures of the room will be very blurry, then okay, I don't like that. Um, so we are impacted. So now we are analyzing pictures because we know that it is a factor. The booking part and the cost optimization, expense optimization, 
and also experience optimization for the employees. Both of those are a get, and in terms of complexity and all of that, the bit in the middle on the go part, do you have employees uh, that are non-software that are more involved in, in the, if something goes wrong, that can help out? Absolutely. What percentage of revenue or percentage of your business is, do you think that's going to end up being? You know, because obviously a huge part of it is software and, and SaaS. What percentage of it might end up being service? Because yeah. that, that can be hard to scale. I, I cannot share uh, That's okay. the dollar amount associated with that, but I can tell you that uh, every day less and less. Okay. So we are a travel agency. We, have, we are a very unique travel agency because we are very technical. First, we are a Silicon Valley core technical company with you know, very modern technical stack and uh, data and everything is measured. So that, and we also are a travel agency and, and we had to hire a lot of people from the industry yeah. to give us this knowledge, to build the knowledge internally. And today, you know, we, I can definitely say we are a really modern travel agency. So now, you know, we have travel agents and when you, are, when you need support, they, they are there for you 24 by seven and we have a really high SLA of 60 seconds, up to 60 seconds. Wow. I think the average right now is 24 seconds, so if you reach out to them, they'll get back to you in 24 seconds. We actually published That's this wonderful. number uh, live on our website as part of our transparency Brilliant. program. You go to our website, you can see the NPS score live. If it goes down, you see it. If it goes up, you see it. We're really proud of that. How Transparency long is a great driver of it's, a, it's exactly, it's a great driver of improvement. It's just, yeah. it's... Because uh, it's there's nowhere to go. You have a thousand employees, next year we'll have two thousand, three thousand, I don't know. We want to send a message to the company, you know, transparency. Yeah. It creates alignment, it creates a, yeah, so Greg is showing you these, uh, these ah, numbers. I see it. Wow. It's just on tripactions.com and you go to transparency and you can see everything. Average hotel savings at 29%. Yes, average time to book an itinerary because we're really proud of the fact that uh, it takes, I saw 5.4 minutes. We, we used to say six, but it's going down. Less than six minutes to book an itinerary on TripAction by yourself. In the next episode, number 110, the final part of our conversation with Ilan, we learned that to feel alive, he needs to wake up in the morning with something to solve, whether that's on a computer, on his piano, in his business, or even in his personal life. You've been listening to 14 Minutes of SaaS. Thanks to Mike Quill for his creativity and problem-solving skills, to Ketsu for the music, and to Anders Getz for the transcript. This episode was brought to you by me, Stephen Cummins. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to share it with your network, subscribe to the series, and of course, give the show a rating. <laughs>